All right, good evening. Good evening, Dr. Larry here. We are excited and ready to share with you the message of the kingdom. We're going to get right into our teaching. Those are YouTube livers, please go ahead on and hit the like button for me, please. And if you have not subscribed to our channel, please do that. Look at that bell at the top of your screen on the right. Click on it and hit the notification so you'll be notified every time we come on YouTube live. Uh, other social media platforms, uh, please share the video. You're welcome to do it. And we appreciate you for that. Now we're going to get into another uh, portion of Revelation of the Kingdom. And we're going to talk about uh, kingdom citizenship and the importance of knowing your rights as a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. That's right. We're citizens of America, those who live in America or whatever country you're in. Uh, you're a citizen there. You know, we have dual citizenship. Some people have dual citizenship here in America from other countries. So if you can understand that, it's going to help you understand this even more, that we are citizens on the earth, but we are also, if you're born again, citizens of the kingdom of heaven, the literal place, the country that's a hundred percent conform to the will, the agenda, the laws, the culture of Elohim. Every being, created being, is conformed to his will. There, there is no problems. The being that rebel against the government of the kingdom and refuse to conform to the agenda, the plan, the structure, and the laws of the kingdom of heaven was kicked out. Remember that. And he deceived a third of who? The angels. Angels, messenger, servants, created being, created for the sole purpose or of carrying out the will of the king. And they are here on the earth now. A third. And that was the praise and worship team, the choir and all of them, the musicians. They were kicked out. A third of them was. And however, uh, many stayed in their place, in their position. So we're going to get into seven points I want to share here with you concerning uh, getting, concerning uh, citizenry, uh, giving you some more understanding and knowledge of citizenry. Many of us don't understand our rights as a citizen here in America, in our country, in our cities, in our city and states and counties because we don't really research and study and find out what our rights are. So let's look at these seven points here as we move into this teaching. Uh, we appreciate once again uh, all of those, everything that you are doing. We're believing the Holy Spirit to empower this word not not the empower word is already empowered to empower you and me and us with his word and that his word have supernatural recall in our lives and that he confirm his word with mighty signs miracles and wonders following the teaching of his word now let's go to the seventh point the citizenry is the people citizenry i'm talking to those the citizens of the kingdom is the people that live under the rule of the king Citizenship, now watch this, is a kingdom. Citizenship in a kingdom is not a right, but a privilege and is a result of the king's choice. Now, citizens have rights, but citizenship is not a right. If citizenship was a right, then every immigrant that come to America would not have to apply. They would just demand that they become a citizen without going through what the, the process and procedures uh, to be authorized as a, as a citizen and then receiving the benefits. 
So that's the difference that citizenship in a kingdom is not a right, but a privilege and is a result of the king's choice. Remember, Yeshua said, I, you didn't choose me. I chose you. Remember that. All right. The benefits and privileges of a kingdom are only accessible to citizens. And therefore, the favor of the king is always a privilege. You see that? Always a privilege. Number four. Once one becomes a citizen of the kingdom, all the rights of citizenship are at the citizen's pleasure. Very powerful. We just stop and teach each one of these, but we want to give them to you so you can study on your own. All right. Number five, <clears throat> the king is obligated to care for and protect all of his citizens and their welfare is a reflection on the king himself. Number six, the number one goal of a citizen in a kingdom is to be subject to the king, seeking only to remain in right standing with him. The number one goal of a citizen in a kingdom is to be subject to him by what? Obedience. See, willing and obedience go hand in hand. They connect. You cannot be willing and not be obedient. You cannot be obedient and not willing. And the number one key to unlocking all the other keys of the kingdom, even the key of knowledge is obedience. That's the main thing we need to focus on obedience. And remember willing and obedience. Scripture said, if you are willing and obedient, then you receive the good resources that's in, in, in the earth. If you are willing and obedient, can't just be obedient and not willing. You know, they go hand in hand. Uh, point number seven. All right. This is called righteousness. This is why Yeshua said the priority of all men is to seek his kingdom. Now, you didn't have not one mention of religion, church, uh, dancing, shouting, paying tithes. None of this was mentioned here. None, none of this was mentioned because we're dealing with kingdom definition of terms, not religion and not the structured, organized uh, church that was started by the Roman government. We're not dealing with that. So these are seven points we need to understand as citizens. So let's look at Matthew Yahoo, Matthew Yahoo six. And we're looking at the scripture version, Matthew Yahoo six, <clears throat> 33. And it says, but seek first the reign or kingdom of Elohim and his righteousness. You see it? Seek the first of what? Kingdom, the reign. See, a kingdom is where a king dominates. It's the dominion or territory that belongs to the king where the king dominates. So it's seek first the reign or kingdom of Elohim and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. If they are added, that means we don't have to work for them. You don't have to sweat. You don't have to go through steps. You don't have to do all of that. They are added because they are rights. Rights are added at the rate that we find out our rights. Again, rights are added at the rate that we become knowledgeable of our rights. See, it's there already, but they are not added to me until I find out about 
my rights and what my rights are. Once I find out about right, what my rights are and exercise my rights, then the benefits of those rights come to me. Very important that we get this. And he said, all these things will be added. Now, his righteousness, we're going to take it away uh, from the religious teaching and put it in a kingdom concept. Righteousness is having right standing with the father again. All right. That's what the last Adam came to do. The first Adam had right standing with the father in right relationship, right position, position of righteousness. And what happened? Adam rebelled against the word and became unrighteous. He fell from his righteousness to a state of unrighteousness. See, the scriptures say through unrighteousness, sin or rebellion entered into the world. So by the same token, righteousness will bring back the kingdom that was previously here. See, Adam had the government of the kingdom and lost it and lost it. All right. And the last Adam or original Adam, because Yeshua is the pattern for all mankind, came to restore our righteousness back and give us back our dominion. See, mankind now catch this real good. Human beings in the earth have dominion, whether they are saved or not. Let that sink in. All right. And here we go. Only the only legal beings, spirit beings in the earth are those who are living in bodies that were created by, by the father or is a product of Adam. All right. That would make us legal in the earth. So there are other spirits here illegal. This is why these fallen angels need a body to operate out of and do things. So by us being legal in the earth, we have dominion in the earth. You seeing it? So the dominion that most or the dominion that people are exercising now or operating in who are not back in the image and likeness of the father is creating chaos, causing chaos, hurt, harm, uh, misuse, abuse, you know, mistreating each other, hurting each other, being unfaithful, killing, murdering, all this unrighteous stuff that's out here is a result of mankind in the earth operating in a dominion based on the concept of darkness and darkness is absence or ignorance of the knowledge of the kingdom. Okay. So the dominion that have been restored to those who have been born again is the dominion that's connected to and directed by the kingdom, carrying out the mandate of colonizing the earth, governing the earth, managing earth and not dominating each other. So people in the earth, Everybody want to dominate each other and conquer this and keep, keep people out of their land and take their goods and go to war and all that kind of stuff. All of that is darkness. It's not of light. All right. So we want to make sure we understand what Yeshua was saying here relative to citizens. We are to seek what our rights based on our right standing that has been restored with the father. Okay. Uh, and our what dominion. Okay. Now, Let's look at a kingdom key principle, kingdom keys principle. We're going to look at some uh, foundational 
uh, laws and some principles, which are first principle mean the first rule, what's already been established. And once a principle has been established, when it's spoken, it's a command. See, commands are spoken principles or laws. You see, the principle, the first rule produced the law. The law, once the law is established, and when that law is spoken, then it becomes a command. So look, look at, let's look at these uh, kingdom key principles. The keys of the kingdom, number one, get just two. The keys of the kingdom are the what? Principles. See, the first rule, precepts, the beginning thought or idea, laws and systems by which the kingdom function. The keys must be what? Learned and applied by the citizens in order to appropriate the benefits and privileges to their lives, the benefits as well as the privileges to our lives. All right. Now, so we got to learn them. It's not, it's not just going to happen overnight. I'm trying to start my time. I didn't start it. Okay. Now, and now look at Matthew 16, 19. We got it here. Oh, there we go. Matthew, Matthew 16 and 19. <laughs> I messed that all up. 16 and 19 and uh ministry tech you have to give me time i don't mess all of this up or i'm gonna give him this and we're going to get this going so we have to reset it from where i am and just start me you know how to do all that matthew matthew 16 and 19 i will give to you the keys of the kingdom you see the kingdom keys principle watch this yeshua said i will give to you the keys of the kingdom. He didn't say to the kingdom. They got this right in the translation. But the kings of one of the uh, one of the means of, of is what comes from or come out of the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Notice he didn't say the kingdom of Elohim, the kingdom of Yah, or translated into the English God. He didn't say that. He said the keys of the kingdom of heaven. There is a difference between the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of El or translated God. There is a difference. I don't need it. I, I can watch. There is a difference. All right. The difference is what we mentioned earlier. The kingdom of heaven is the place, the country that's a hundred percent conformed to the father's will. All right. The kingdom of Yah, El in the Hebrew translate into God in the English is the influence and impact of that country that place government culture laws in the hearts of mankind in the earth in the image and likeness of the father live out and express through their lives so saying well i got the kingdom in me i got the king that that don't mean jack that don't mean nothing i mean the kingdom you don't have to say that you do that <laughs> you know that's how that operates all right so he said i give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven. And whatever you release on earth will have been released in heaven. So what this uh, scripture is telling us is that whatever we declare legal or illegal in the earth must already be declared legal or illegal in heaven. We, you can't make no laws up. You don't own, we don't own nothing. We, we're not here to establish laws, we are here to live by the laws and be governed by the laws of our, what, kingdom where we are citizens at. 
All right, so we got to learn these keys so we can do what? Appropriate the benefits of the privilege. Remember we first started off, citizenship is not a right, it's a privilege, right? All right, so when we become a citizen, then we learn our rights and receive our benefits. That's what the addition, see things are added at, again, at the rate that we receive knowledge of the what? Keys. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Now, let's look at the educational principles. Look at another principle. Those are keys principle. Now, let's look at the education principle or a beginning or pre-established rule and way things are done. Now, check this out. All kingdoms establish a system and program for training and educating their citizens. The education system is designed to transfer, reinforce, and inculcate the laws, values, morals, and matters of the king and the kingdom to succeeding generations and new citizens. So we can't skip over education of being taught, not being bought being taught we have to receive teaching the holy spirit gives illumination of the word the holy spirit is the teacher who is in us and he uses other teachers to bring forth revelation knowledge that he give illumination on you understand revelation revelation which he illuminates. There's a difference between revelation and illumination. Uh, FEM, call Ephesians, uh, Sheol was praying uh, for that particular congregation of ambassadors. He said, I pray that Elohim, the father of Yeshua HaMashiach, the Messiah, Yeshua the Messiah, will give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, watch this, in the knowledge. See, wisdom, revelation, knowledge, then he said that the mind, that word I should be mine, of your what? Understanding being what? Enlightened. You seeing it? The enlightenment, that's where the Holy Spirit give us to understand. The scripture says in Miss Leah uh, 3, 9 and 10 called Proverbs, it says, lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge him, the governor, Holy Spirit who is in us, in all our ways, our behavior, our acts, our thoughts, and he'll direct our path, okay? All right, so always remember that. Now, let's look at uh, this particular passage here, and we have it, Timotheus, be yet, or 2 Timothy 2. So the original is Timotheus, be yet, that's where the number two come from, the be yet in the Gematra Hebrew numbering system. Do your utmost, talking about education, how important it is, do your utmost to present, to present yourself approved. You see it? To whom? Elohim, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth, rightly handling the word of truth. Now, notice he said uh, to present yourself, be diligent to present yourself approved of who? Elohim. He didn't say nobody. He said approve of Elohim. Elohim is the one that we need to be diligently seeking the knowledge of the kingdom so he will approve us you understand as a legitimate ambassador carrying out the mandate that he assigned to our lives okay 
we have to make I'm gonna say it again. We have to study. And people say, oh, you're going over my head because you don't study. Well, I, I don't understand all that old Hebrew stuff in this because you don't study. That's that's the problem. And how did Yeshua deal with people like that? He spoke to them in a way so they could not understand them. But at the same time, he put it out. So if they ever want to understand, they'll be able to understand. So if things are going over your head and things of this nature, it's because you're not ready. You don't want the knowledge. If you want it, then he'll give you understanding of it. So those who are teaching and people saying that and things of this nature, just keep right on teaching. You got thousands of people in another place that can't wait to hear what you got to say, who are diligently studying. They don't want a 20 minute lecture. They don't want to feel good. You know, some people don't even want to do a word study. They want you to do the word study and do this. They, you know, cook to buy the food. No, no, here, here it is, here it is. They want you to go grow the greens. <laughs> Grow the tomatoes, grow the okra, uh, grow the kale, grow it all, you know, work it, harvest it, bring it in, prepare it, uh, serve it. And, uh, and also they want you to take the fork and, and feed them. And this, 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 this is the state of religious people right now. Not everybody's like this, but this is the state of religious people. This is the state of the church now. And what has happened, ambassadors, believers have been relabeled as the church versus ambassadors or the congregation of Elohim. And by that relabeling, that definition of term carries a spirit with it. And that spirit is a spirit of religion and also racial superiority as well as religious superiority. That's where all these religious wars come from because religion always carry with it a supremacy attitude and will go to the point of killing people and stuff like that if they don't agree with your religion. That's religion. All right, let's look at seven keys, uh, the significance of keys. I'm gonna give you seven things that keys represent. Since we're talking about keys, we're giving you keys. Yeshua said, I give you what? The keys of the kingdom. I'm gonna give you knowledge. Now, let's look at the significance of keys. All right, we got seven points here. Keys represent authority. Keys represent authority. Remember the keys of the kingdom, the, uh, the precepts, the principles, the laws, the systems that govern the kingdom that we need to learn. So we we'll know what has already been added to us so it can be added to us. See, if you don't have something added, it's because you don't know about it. Don't let nobody trick you or fool you. You got to know about it. All right. So keys represent authority. When you see keys, in scripture, Yeshua talking about keys. We're talking about keys of the kingdom. Represent authority. Number two, keys represent access. Access. Keys represent ownership. You see, if you got a key to something, that's significant of ownership. And somebody can let you use their possessions or enter their house or drive their car. You don't own it. They own it. Keys represent what? Rights. That's very important. Keys represent power to sanction, power to sanction. All right. Keys represent knowledge. Keys also represent power. Now, each one of these seven points, of course, you know, I'm tempted to just teach it and get into it, but I'm not. I want to give this to you and you can meditate it and go over it. Holy Spirit leaders, guys, directors, come back and do it. We'll do it. But this teaching, these keys are incorporated into the concepts of the kingdom 
And when you're teaching the kingdom message, these are automatically incorporated. We want to give them to you so you understand when you hear the word key, you know what he's talking about. Again, kingdom definition of terms. Very important we get that. Now let's get to this point here about knowing your rights, knowing your rights, knowing your rights. Now I got some controversial uh, statements here, some points here. Uh, religious folk, don't get so mad that you don't let us go to the scripture and prove that these points are right. Just hold your horses, hit the brakes, keep your foot on it, okay? Just keep your foot on it, all right? And let's, <laughs> let's go through these and I'm gonna read uh, scripture here to prove to you uh, why these points are here. All right, know your rights, all right? Your religion can't help. Religion can't help. Your church can't help. I'm gonna prove it to you. Fasting can't help. Uh-oh, preacher, you, you messing up now. Praying kept, can't help. Oh, Lord, help him. There's something wrong with him. He's saying prayer can't help. Just, just I told you to hold your horses. Your position can't help. Your title can't help. Your body can't help. You know, with the, uh, the, the, you know what's going on with the bodies, going to the gym, running, eating, not eating, you know, working out, lipstick, makeup, buying plastic, taking on plastic, buying body parts, taking, but all that stuff can't help you. Only knowing your rights as a citizen, uh, a king, a, a citizen of the kingdom is the only thing that's going to help us. It's going to help me. It's going to help you. Now let's look at Messiah 22 and we're going to go to that verse because it's long. So we're going to go to that chapter. Messiah called Acts 22. I'm going to prove it to you what we was talking about now. Uh, uh, 22. And uh, Tech will have that up for you. 20. Uh, let's see. I want to go to 22 and 23. Yeah. 20 cool and 23. 20 cool and 23. There we go. Now, here we have uh, Sheol. Actually, he had ministering. He was sharing uh, the good news, the message of the kingdom. And the crowd started tripping. Rel religious folks started tripping. And we get to this point in verse 23. <clears throat> and you got it? Verse 23, where and the scripture reads, I'm in, in the NIV version here, as they were shouting and throwing off their cloaks and flinging dust into the air. And anytime they throw the cloaks out and fling dust in the air, they wanted this person, either they want to stone you, uh, drag out, the, they're going to beat you. They're going to do something to you and drag out the city or kill you. And this would happen. All right. The commander ordered that Sheol be taken into the barracks. Sheol, that's his original name. He directed that he be what? Flogged and interrogated in order to find out why the people were shouting at him like this. Now, as they stretched him out to flog him, Sheol said to the satyrian standing there, is it legal for you to flog a Roman citizen who hasn't even been found guilty? When the satyrian heard this, you know, satyrian was over several uh, 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 soldiers. When the satyrian heard this, he went to the commander and reported it. And he said, what are you going to do? He asked, this man is a Roman citizen. The commander went to Sheol and asked, tell me, are you, a are you a Roman citizen? Yes, I am, he answered. Then the commander said, I had to pay a lot of money for my citizenship, meaning that Rome was about that dollar bill, just like America, capitalism. 
and you could buy your citizenship. But I, and then Sheo answered, but I was born a citizen, uh, replied Sheo. <clears throat> Verse 29, those who were about to interrogate him withdrew immediately. The commander himself was alarmed when he realized that he had put Sheol, a Roman citizen, in change. Because if they were, if Caesar, another word for Caesar's Lord, had found this out, these Roman soldiers and these satyrians, they would have been put to death. They knew it. All right. Now, we see this passage and we see what happened in this particular instance. Now, Sheol was born a Roman citizen. Now, you go up early in this same chapter, you will find him uh, saying, asking Sheol, was he that Egyptian who led all those people in an insurrection? So, Roman citizenship was not ethnic group based or race based. You could buy, you didn't have to be Italian or Latin. You could buy citizenship. And Sheol was saying he was born a Roman meaning that black folk were, being, were born, were living in Rome, okay? And, and remember, he, he, they thought Paul, Sheol, was an Egyptian. The word Ethiopian or Egyptian in scripture means burnt face or black people. That's what it means. All right, so he was a brother born in Rome. He was born a Roman citizen uh, by way of his father who had acquired citizenship, and they were living there. All right, so the point we want to make here is that when they were beating him, he knew his rights. He didn't say anything about, I'm, I'm a Yehudite. Y'all can't whoop me. He didn't say that. He didn't call on his church. He didn't try to fast. He didn't start praying. He didn't uh, 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 state his position as a religious person. As I'm the bishop of the 43rd jurisdiction of the Ecclesiastic Diagnostics out of the state of West Coast. He didn't say any of that. He did not mentioned his title. He didn't tell them he could fight. He'll whoop everybody. He didn't beg. He didn't, he didn't say in the name of Jesus, I dare you to whoop me. I'm a man of God. You can't touch me. Ah, oh, yeah. You better back off, Satan. You can't touch the Lord or not. He didn't say any of that because they would have just beat the man to death and he wouldn't have even got a chance to let him know he's a Roman citizen. Excuse me. Shale said, I'm a Roman citizen. He pulled out his citizen card with that citizenship card was his what rights, his legal rights. And that's what we're talking about. You got to know your rights as a citizen of the kingdom. We're praying. People are praying. I'm out of that club. Are praying concerning things that's already been. That's why nothing is happening. Because it's already there, it just has not, beloved, been added to you because you don't know. And the Father is not doing anything because he has already done everything. He's not going to go get it, you know, like I said earlier. Well, he have did it. He created everything, put it in the earth, applied laws to it, did this. He's not going to go out there and get it and stick it in our mouth and make us eat it. It doesn't work like that. That's why the scripture says, study to show yourself approved. Approved. Approved to who? Elohim approved regarding what? What approved to receive the benefits and the privileges of being a citizen? Approval. Yeah, approve them. Get it. Give it to them. Yeah, they they're citizen. Give it. They know what they're talking about. If if you go to court, you you don't go to court 
crying and saying you a Christian and you anointed and you the pastor of, the, of, of 10,000 churches with eight and nine million members. Oh, you got to give me. No, they don't want to hear that. All they want to hear is the law. And the scripture says we have an advocate, Yeshua, <laughs> Messiah, the righteous. He said, even if we do miss it, we still have a lawyer who can plead our case. He never said he's going to beg for us. He's going to cry for us. He's going to uh, crown a father and oh, father, help him. Don't do that. Oh, Lord, our oh, father, help him. I, oh, please, please. No, 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 no. We got to stop all of that. That's not it. We got to know our rights. Again, religion will not help you. The devil can care less about religion. That's why he started religion. He can care less about your church. He don't care. If you don't know your rights, he can. I don't care what church you. Well, I go to the church of of the sock mode of the mo of of mo more strings. I I I I devil, you can't mess with me. Oh yeah, he gonna chew you up. He gonna chew you up three, four times a day. Stand up a thousand times, sit down a thousand times, and do it again. And he gonna just stay on you because you don't know your rights. Okay, what did Yeshua? Uh, what what? How did Yeshua have? Look at Matthew four. Uh, Matthew Yahoo 4. Okay, Holy Spirit, let's go there. And then we got some other scripture we want to share with you. Matthew Yahoo 4. It's called Matthew by you English people. Uh, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew Yahoo 4. All right, and let's look at uh, verse 1. Matthew Yahoo 4 and 1. All right, and we're going to see how did Yeshua deal with the enemy he got he's going to do what the first adam failed to do that's what he's going to do and that is speak the word only all right you get it all right then yeshua was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil after fasting 40 days nobody didn't say anything about not drinking so you know people you know anyway let me move on fasting 40 days and 40 nights he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of Elohim, tell these stones to become bread. Yeshua answered, now you know I'm the son of Elohim. You, you know who I am. Not, you, know, you know who I am. When you, before you even start leading the praise and worship team, I see I was there first, even before you got your position. He didn't say any of that. No, Yeshua said, I'm the master rabbi of the synagogue of the divine inspiration. He didn't say that. I'm, I'm an apostle. Who, who, who you talking to? You know I'm an apostle. He didn't say that. What did Yeshua? He said, it is what? Written. It is what? Written. It is what? Legal rights in the Constitution. Constitution. He spoke the rights and the laws that were written in the Constitution said man should not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of Elohim. Now look at verse 7. Yeshua answered him again. It is also written. He still didn't come out of the word. He, he See, everything he did, this is how we are supposed to do it. He's showing us what to do. Verse 7, Yeshua answered him. This after he... Uh, 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 told him to, you know, what he commit suicide. Yeah, he wanted to commit suicide. He said, if you go to commit suicide, the angels will save you because it's written they're gonna bear you up. Now here, 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 the devil is trying to deal with the Creator in his own word. That, that's a, that's how stupid he get. All right, Yeshua answered him, 
It is also written, do not put Yahweh Elohim to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain, showed him all the kings of the world and their splendor. Gave him contracts, CDs, I mean, uh, Grammy Awards. He said, I give you all of this. I'll make you the top dog. I'll give you this. In verse 10, Yeshua said to him, away from me, Satan, again, it is written. You see it? That's what I want you to see right there. Every instance dealing with this illegal spirit in the earth, at that time, he was walking in the dominion that Adam had gave him. So he was, he had the, the dominion. He got it illegal, but he had it. So what Yeshua was dealing with him the same way Adam, the first Adam should have deal, dealt with him. And that is what? Speaking the word, what's written, legal rights, know your rights. Somebody been crying, crying. You ain't been crying. You've been crying. You've been sending your money for prayer claws and oils and and match boxes and bow ties and uh, shoestrings and everything. Nothing is working. You want to know why? Because of a lack of knowledge. You don't know your rights. The father honor his word. We're going to see this in a minute. Let's look at the verse. We got some scripture to read to you. Let's look at Lucas. Oh, we got three scriptures. Yeah. On one note here. Lucas called Luke 13 and 16 is right here. You get it? All right. Now watch the, here's Yeshua before he uh, went through the, uh, the process of, you know, death, burial, resurrection. Those were the means to the end. He came here to restore us back to our position of righteousness and give us our dominion back. That's why he came. The cross, burial, you know, crucifixion, resurrection. Those were means to an end. Now religion got stuck in the means and only focus on the barrier and the resurrection and don't focus on the position of righteousness and dominion. See, religion focus on getting saved so when I die, I go to heaven. You understand? That's what religious focus on. Most songs are talking about the cross or he died for me or I want to go to heaven or when I get to heaven. Not saying jack about what's happening on the earth the kingdom message is you get saved and born again so you can bring the kingdom to the earth and live it and express it in your life you're not looking to die you're looking to live you're not living to die you're living to live that's why so many people give up so many people just give up because of that religious spirit it's a religious doctrine the enemy the doctrine of satan comes to steal kill and destroy and Yeshua said, but I have come to give you life, not only give you life, but give you life more abundantly. I come so that you can have a great life, but you got to know your rights. What's already been given to you. Check this out. Then should not this woman, and there was a woman who had been bent over all of these years, bound by Satan. Uh, then should not this woman, watch this, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has kept bound for 18 long years, be set free on the Sabbath day from what bound her? Because the religious folk didn't, you know, they didn't want, don't you heal on the Sabbath. They made the day above the one who created the covenant that the day they was taken on the day. All right. So when he looked at her, 
uh, and saw the woman, what he didn't see her, he saw her rights. It wasn't so much as her being acknowledged as it was her rights being acknowledged because being a daughter of Abraham meant that she received the covenant privileges of Abraham. That's what it was all about. The covenant, the Abrahamic covenant, rights, constitutional rights. And here's Yeshua, Ben Elohim, the son of Yah, God in the earth, recognizing this woman, operating as we should operate. Remember, this is what the first Adam should have done. And Adam, Elohim representative in the earth. All mankind, we are here as ambassadors to represent Elohim in the earth. And what did he do? When he saw this woman, he recognized rights. Listen, when you pray for somebody, recognize their rights. Identify the right. You got the situation. Don't look at the situation. What does the Constitution say about that situation? And you speak and declare the Constitution in their situation. You know, because people want to be, you know, a great wonder and a superwoman and a superman. I, I tell you in the name of Jesus, I bind you, Satan, come out. I got healing him. No, 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 no. What does the word say? That, that, that's it. <laughs> Wait a minute. You got a right to walk in divine health. By the stripes, the bruises that Yeshua took, the covenant says that healing is yours. It is? Yes, it is. Okay, you want it? Yes. Let's pray. Father, we thank you now that your word declares. We petition the throne of heaven, the government of heaven, based on our constitutional rights, that this body is supposed to be whole and well and healed. And we receive it. And that's it. You don't have to wait to go to a conference. You don't have to wait to do that. The problem is right there just like uh health issues right now most people that are unhealthy and sick is that way because the mind is unhealthy and sick i'm not bashing nobody i know you're struggling with those food addiction this that and the other the struggle it really is not with the food it's not with you not wanting to exercise it's in your mind if we can get victory in our minds, we can get victory in our bodies, victory in our lives, victory in our circle. It starts right here. As a person think in their heart, so are they, you know? So we got to get this reversed and, and get some stuff fixed. Go after the mind first, body will follow. All right, now, so notice it was the rights, the covenant rights, and the devil had to let go because what? He had to obey the law of the kingdom and the law of the covenant. He could not disobey. You know what happened? He, he remember what happened, what he did in heaven. <laughs> you know, he, he remember exactly what happened. Now let's look at this. Yahshua Yahuwah called Isaiah 55 and 11. And, and the scripture says, again, <clears throat> so is my word that goes out from my mouth. Notice he said his mouth. It will not return to me empty or void, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve. Watch this. The purpose for which I sent it, not, not, the, not the prophet, but the purpose for which I sent it. What the father is saying, that his word is what he stands behind. See, Ibrahim called Hebrews, I believe it's one and three, says, 
the father uphold all things by the power of his word. He didn't say by his powerful word. That would have meant some powers in his word. But he said the power of my word, meaning all my power is in my word. And my word would do what I sent it to do. He never said uh, your church would not come into him, uh, return to him void. He didn't say your position would return into him void. He didn't say your religion would turn into him void. He didn't say your title would return into him void. He didn't say your fine body would return into him void. No, he said his word. That's the only mm, power in this earth that the father stand behind that is his word. The father and his word are one. Okay. Let's look at this. Look at Yahu, 1 and 12, NIV version. Uh, Yahweh said to me, talking to the prophet Yahu, he said to me, you have seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my church is fulfilled. I'm watching to see is my bishop fulfilled. I'm watching to see is my apostle fulfilled. I'm watching to see is my is Judaism is fulfilled. I'm watching to see is Christianity is fulfilled. I'm watching to see is that the usher because they are usher. So I, I got to make sure I fulfill what they want. No, I, I, I got I'm watching over. He, he got a CD and got millions of, of, of sales. So I, I got to fulfill that. No, they, they, they the greatest musician on the earth. So I no 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 no. He said, I'm watching to make sure that what my word say is accomplished. And then uh, 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 Numbers, Midbar, Numbers uh, 23, 19, the scripture says, the father said, I'm not a man that I should lie. I'm not the son of man. So I don't need to change. I'm not going to change my mind. Whatever I said, I'm going to make it good. Whatever I speak is going to happen. You can bank on it. So these uh, verses and the, these thoughts in the scriptures, these concepts and these precepts in the scriptures telling us, here's the principle of it, that the father's word is what he is watching, what he is upholding, what he stands behind. When we speak his word, then we bring all of who he is in, on, the, on the spot. Whatever the situation, see, part of the father don't show up. See, him and his word are one. I don't care if it's so much as picking up a, a cup. If his word said this will activate this cup getting up, then all of who he is is in that action right there, in that act. Always remember that. Pieces of him don't show up. He don't just come pull down part of the sheet. No, every, all, everything, all wall to wall, everything that he is shows up when his word is spoken. And that's what he was trying to get across there. Now, we, 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 we coming to a close. I wanted to make sure that we get this. Here are the keys. These are kids just showed you some keys. Uh, and even if you do <clears throat> mess up, even if you do miss it, don't run away from him, run to him, run to who you already got a, a court, a heavenly court appointed attorney, a heavenly court appointed attorney his earthly name is Yeshua his earthly function was the Messiah you see 
and Messiah is, it means the anointed one who was sent to deliver. You see, because Messiahs and many Messiahs have come, people come show up as a Messiah to deliver other people from, you know, hurt and bondage and stuff like that. But Yeshua is the Messiah, the anoint. Anoint means to be sanctioned, fully sanctioned, fully authorized, fully empowered. Y'all remember those keys? Fully empowered, uh, have full permission to do what that Messiah has been sent to do. Yeshua, the Messiah the righteous is our attorney. He is our heavenly court appointed attorney. And where is he? Uh, where will you find him? In the word. The word says in 1 John 1 and 9, if we confess, own up to my rebellious acts, deeds, and thoughts, if I admit to it, don't go to court and lie. Don't, don't do that. A lot of people praying and lying. <laughs> don't go before his presence lying. When you go talk to your attorney, tell him the truth. The attorney, what attorney say? Tell me the truth now so I know how to deal with this because I don't want you to embarrass me in court. Won't they say it? Or I need to know everything now because I'm representing you. And if it's, if you know, this is my reputation's online, it's how I make my money. If you did it, let me know. If you got some stuff here, let me know. So when I go represent you, I can properly represent you, right? It's the same way with Yeshua. You don't. Try, I mean, how can you lie and he know your thoughts before you even think it? And so why play the games? Go straight to him. Okay, you know I did this, but I need to tell you, Yeshua, that I did this. And you know, and I broke fellowship. I rebelled against the word. I'm doing my thing. You know, I, I, I know I should communicate with you. I know I should be praying. I know I should be praying my heavenly language. I ain't been doing none of that. And you know I've been doing any of that. But at the same time, I know you love me and you, you, you care for me. You gave up glory and came here to restore me because you love the father and the father love and care for me so much. I did it. Now, I need to say it. I know you know it, but I need to say it. So he said, if you confess, that's what he meant when he said that. Then he said he will forgive. That means you're sure you go by way of the word. And the word go to the father <laughs> and the word, the father uh, never reject his word. If he said in his word for us to confess, his word won't return into him void. Yeshua is standing there pleading the case. Father, forgive me. He'll forgive you. And watch this. Here's the other great thing you do. He said over in first John one and now he said he'll not only forgive you, but he'll cleanse us of all the unrighteous acts. He'll forgive and clean. All right. So when you leave the courtroom, not only do you leave with the sinners lifted, deleted, but they'll never remember it anymore. It's not tied to you. No more. You go out as though you never did it. It never happened in your life. Now, I don't know how much more better we can get it. It don't make no sense to run from or go away from the presence. I mean, you can't run from his presence. David said, if I make my bed in hell, he see me. <laughs> if I make my bed in hell, there he is. I, on, I mean, everywhere I go, there he is. I mean, where can you hide? <laughs> I used to say this joking there. <laughs> I used to say, I, look, if you can find a place where you can do something and, and the father don't see you, let me know about that. I, I might want to try something one day. I, I need to know where that spot is. There are no spots, beloved. We got to know our rights. 
That's one of our rights, the right to confess, the right to receive forgiveness, the right to be cleansed, you understand? The right to be dispatched, deployed into the earth to carry out the mandate that the Father have given us. Well, beloved, that brings us to a close. We love you much, and I'm believing that this word will impact your heart. Now, somebody out there, you're not in the image. You haven't been restored back to the image and the likeness of the Father through the process of the new birth. How did it take place? Well, we just got, we just finished talking about confessing. Now that uh, Yokanon one and I was talking about citizens. All right. When talking about sinners, he's talking about a citizen. As a sinner, I won't say a sinner, as a person who is living in rebellion. That's a religious word. Person living in rebellion, living in ignorance, a lack of knowledge of the kingdom. You know, you, you're not born again. The way that happened, you do the same thing. You acknowledge I'm living in rebellion. I'm connected to the dark spirit. I'm doing what I want to do. And I know that's not what I want to do. And something in me is telling me that I need to change. That something is the Holy Spirit because no one can come to the Son. Yeshua is how you come to the Father. No one get to the Father unless they come through Yeshua. No one come to the Yeshua, uh, Yeshua unless the Word, the Father draw. Holy Spirit is drawing through the, uh, the Father's drawing you now through the Holy Spirit. And what you do is ask Him to forgive you for that. And you don't want to, live like that and he'll change that and you'll have a citizenship stamp on your passport you have a passport to go to heaven but you're not going you want to live in the earth and that's all it takes beloved and we appreciate you much if you want us to be praying for you believing with you believing for you just connect with us you know we have uh, some information coming right following this teaching uh, uh handles for social media website uh, if you want to be a part of this great congregation, you can do that also. We love you. Appreciate you. Keep up with us. Hit that like button again. If you hadn't did it, do it now for us. And again, remember this, that Yeshua owns everything.